0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's daily mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Wishing to determine the truth about why Paul was being accused by the Jews. The commander freed him and ordered the chief priest and the whole Sanhedrin to convene. Then he brought Paul down and made him stand before them. Paul was aware that some were Sadducees and some Pharisees, so he called out before the Sanhedrin, My brothers, I am a Pharisee, the son of Pharisees. I am on trial for hope in the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dispute broke out between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the group became divided. But the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, or angels, or spirits, while the Pharisees acknowledge all three. A great uproar occurred, and some scribes belonging to the Pharisee party stood up and sharply argued, We find nothing wrong with this man. Suppose a spirit or an angel has spoken to him. The dispute was so serious that the commander, afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by them, ordered his troops to go down and rescue Paul from their midst and to take him into the compound. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, for just as you have borne witness to my cause in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness in Rome. The word of the Lord. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord, are you, O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup. You it is who hold fast, my lot. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed. Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices, my body too abides in confidence, because you will not abandon my soul to the nether world, nor will you suffer your faithful one to undergo corruption. You will show me the path to life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one, as we are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me. And that you loved them, even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me. That they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you. But I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known. That the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them the gospel of the lord there are 28 chapters in the acts of the apostles luke wrote that paul was in rome for two years confined to house arrest accepting visitors and that quote he preached with all boldness and unhindered that's the end of the 28 chapters of the Acts of the Apostles. It's not much of an ending, is it? Luke was a good writer, so one would figure he would close out the story a little better than that. The ending has led some scholars to believe that Luke was not able to finish the Acts of the Apostles. Perhaps he was even martyred around the same time as Paul during the persecution of Nero, Rome burned in 64 AD. The fire probably started at the order of Nero himself in a false flag operation. Nero blamed the Christians and ignited a persecution against them. Before Paul went to Rome, he went back to Jerusalem one last time. Before he set sail, Paul said, Behold, now I am going to Jerusalem, and I'm not sure what will happen to me there. But every town I stop in, they tell me persecution and imprisonment await me there. That was true enough. Paul entered the temple and was recognized by some Jews from what's now Turkey, and they stirred up a riot against Paul. They almost killed him. But the Romans intervened, and Paul was led to the Roman barracks. They were about to scourge him when Paul warned them that they had better not, for he was a Roman citizen. And he had rights. The tribune then allowed Paul to address the people. Paul stated that he used to arrest Christians and have them killed. But now he had come to the truth. The Jews did not want to hear it. To them, Paul was a traitor who traveled all over the Roman Empire telling Jews that they did not have to follow the law of Moses anymore. That caused an uproar, and the tribune had to put Paul back in custody. Later, Paul's nephew heard that 40 Jews had taken an oath not to eat or drink anything until they killed Paul. That information was brought to the Roman tribune, who whisked Paul out of Jerusalem and sent him under guard to Caesarea Maritima. Northwest of Jerusalem, where the Roman governor lived, Paul's fate would be settled there. Paul's fate would be to go to Rome. The great St. Paul of Tarsus was a Roman citizen. That was not an accident. There are no accidents with God Peter and Paul went to Rome because God told them to. For just as you have borne witness to my cause in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness in Rome. Rome, not Jerusalem, would be the headquarters of Christianity. Jerusalem was the headquarters of a chosen race of people, the race that ushered in Jesus Christ. Rome was the headquarters of the world. And Christianity would be the Catholic, the universal religion for all mankind. This is an answer to one of Christ's last prayers heard in today's gospel passage for Mass, so that they may all be one.